Hey up everyone, welcome to episode 27 of the Yorkshire Gamers, our Big War Games podcast. And this is a continuation of episode 26, uh, when I spoke to um, Martin from Seventh Son and Steve from On Point HQ, uh, both uh, members of the Plastic Crack podcast, and we spoke in the uh, episode 26 um, about them, and uh, we did the quiz and a bit of War Games Room 101, and it went on for quite some time, uh, I'm afraid, um, and uh, we ended up with close on to four hours of recording, so I decided to split them into two, so you're listening to the second half now, uh, and this would be the the big topic in a normal show so we're going to talk about um, their channels plastic crack podcast and the little convention that they run called CrackCon. so uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, that in a minute so if you've if you've come to this fresh to the podcast um you might want to bob back and listen to episode 26 uh, for it to make um more sense say more sense because it probably isn't going to make that much sense if you're a regular of this show you, you know the various rabbit holes that we can uh, drift down uh, i'd just like to say um I, uh, we've reached a bit of a, a milestone in terms of downloads and uh, we've now gone over twenty thousand downloads for the uh, the podcast on the audio version of the podcast um which is not bad not bad at all and um when you include the uh, listens on youtube uh, we are over 35,000 listens um so that's amazing thank you very much for your uh, to you all thank you all to your continued support for this podcast it it means a lot a lot of hard work goes into organizing recording and editing the these podcasts so it's it's great when people enjoy them and uh, if you don't already please subscribe on podbean uh, or on youtube to the channel um it's free and uh, it would be great to have you on board uh, and i'd especially like to thank the people of finland yes i said finland because um this week we were uh, yorkshire gamers reap big war games podcast was number one number one in the finland apple podcast charts for games we were four places above critical role which and critical role is absolutely massive if you don't know it in the in the states they you know they, they have thousands and thousands so somehow somewhere in finland there are lots of people listening to this so finland we love you um, I don't know if it's cold and you're inside and you're keeping warm listening to this podcast, uh, but thank you very much. What can I say? What can I say? Um, speaking of uh, other countries, I, I do keep an eye on uh, the statistics and it, it shows you where people listen to the podcast. And um, somebody's, somebody is regularly listening in the British Marshall Islands. Um, so... Uh, Nice to uh, nice to have you on board. I hope you're enjoying it out there in the, the dreadful weather of the British Marshall Islands. Um, but, but more seriously, just for a second, there are three or four downloads every episode in the Ukraine. So if you are out there in the Ukraine listening to this at this moment in time, I wish you all the very best. I wish peace for your country and I hope that you and your family and your friends and your neighbours are safe 
in these very worrying times for your country and and I do honestly hope that it all turns out well for you and if this podcast in any way shape or form gives you brings a little smile to your face I'm so glad that uh, we've done that Uh, so thanks for listening thanks for listening this episode is going to go straight through so there's no breaks whatsoever Um, so if you're slightly older you might want to go to the toilet now um and uh, if you're going to be doing some painting make sure you've scraped all that mold out of your wet palette and uh, you've got a fresh supply of drinks because it's uh, it's another hour and 50 minutes of chat with a couple of lovely guys um and i hope you enjoy it so without further ado here's interview Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're on to the big topic section of the Yorkshire Gamers Elite Big podcast. And this is where we chat with our guests about what they're familiar with, um, what their what their day day job is in the wargaming hobby, if you like. Um, so we're going to talk all about PCP. But before we do that, we're just going to have a, a little bit of background on, on these guys' YouTube channels. Um, I think, um, Martin, I think you said you started yours when you were looking for a, a, a YouTube video that didn't exist and you thought, let's give it a go. Yeah, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> it's, so, so basically, it came back to when the, the contrast paints came out about two years ago. Because oh. Every, every, I know, but you see, everyone was was babbling on about them. And so, but no, at the time, I was looking for a video and it was in the first couple of weeks of them coming out. I was just saying, okay, there's plenty of orcs and space marines and that that have been painted with contrast but i couldn't find any of just things like horses or um you know historical models um so i waited around for a few days and thought or maybe one will appear and um sort of like just looking around the normal um sort of haunts i do because the one thing that i i despise painting is horses and anything that make that go quicker is 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 fine by me um and um so i thought well I'll just do it then. So I bought, I went and bought five, um, and I, I, I didn't know anything about how to really film anything. So I set my mobile phone up, leaning on some books, um, which was sort of pointing down at my desk, and then I set a stopwatch going next uh, to see how long it had been to paint, and that was it, just to see how quickly they could do it. And it wasn't really, a, it wasn't meant to be a video to say, oh, you know, look how good these are, because it was just meant to be, if you're a historical, if you want to know, this is how it's how it how it seems to be working for me. Um, and then that that got quite quite a few views and quite a few comments. And then um, I started thinking. I was like, well, what what are the other videos that I wished that I'd have had when I was that I was looking for? And it was really they started out as doing painting. I think my first few videos were all painting videos. The first one was a contrast one. Then it was how how I paint old guard. Then it was how I do the, the French cannons. And then it was like the Union Brigade. Um, so because i just remember thinking i wish i'd have had these guides i'm not saying that my painting is you know astounding or anything like that but it just gives you ideas and um just gives you some you know shortcuts perhaps because there are some painting guides out there but they were all mega detailed they were it was this is how to make a uh an old guard grenadier look like an old guard grenadier you know like from you know you could you could be you know 30 centimeters away from this thing and you'll see every bristle in the moustache um and um that's not what i wanted i was just trying to do these look good enough to be uh, these these are grenadiers from 
the free foot away and this is how I do them and I'm happy with them. Um, so, so that's what I went with. And yeah, and then it just started going into things like hobby updates. And, uh, and then obviously, because I was starting my Wars of the Roses, I don't want to use the term project because I don't really call it a project anymore. I don't know what I'd call it, labour. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I just started charting the progress through that um really and that's sort of how everything sort of started off because it was quite a while before i did any battle reports i think it was about so how, how long ago was it that the that your channel started though when was your uh it you was know? it's coming up to probably should know this shouldn't i uh i think it was about three i think it was yeah it was before my second daughter was born so i think it's i think it's come up to up to nearly three years yeah I think I think you find that it goes. I think you find it goes project, collection, obsession, divorce. <laughs> Is that a promise? <laughs> I've not got to the divorce stage yet. I've got plenty of obsessions. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, uh, Mrs. Riley's quite. Uh, she, as she's as she she says she she's uh, she's a farmer's daughter, so everything's very very. Um, straightforward and straight talking. So it, at least I'm, I'm not I'm not down the pub being chased by loose women. That's what Mrs. <laughs> Riley says. Well, you see, that's you see my uh, see my wife is uh, part Geordie and also a an army brat. So there's no ah. there's there's no mincing of words. Well, I think I believe you met her at um at, yeah. uh, at Gratcon. There's no you know where you stand, but um yeah, I think she a bit by you. She's saying, well, at least us well. I don't know if she does prefer it to have a hobby. She, she said as long as it's contained to the little room that I'm kind of banished to, then she doesn't really care. Stephen, how when did you, when did you start, mate? Um, it was the back end, really, really end of 2018. Um, as I mentioned, we used to we me and my mate used to have a um, a Facebook page. We had a page, mm. and it was just me and him posting pictures of what we've been working on, mainly to keep us interested and motivated. Because we just weren't, we weren't gaming. We were just, we were just painting. We did. We had no real plan or anything like that. So, I, I, I've been thinking about it for a little while. And then I think, I think it was Black Friday came around, and um, serendipitously, um, this uh, webcam appeared right, quite dirt cheap on on Amazon. Oh, handy! What's the, what? What could possibly go wrong in buying it? So I bought it and. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, literally no idea. And all the videos were sort of scattergun, um, bits, bits of bits and pieces everywhere. But I eventually um, settled on doing bolt action videos for, for the, the most part. And I think then I just became infamous, if that's the right word, <laughs> for, <laughs> for doing bolt action kit bashes yeah. uh, or, or putting things on bases that probably shouldn't be based. Um <laughs> And <laughs> I honestly think it was it was bolt action that was the mainstay of my of the channel. I think it still is. Um, I think that's what people tend to tend to know me for. They don't know me for, mm. for really much else than well, well apart from turn up twenty eight, uh, turn up twenty eight and bolt action. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, is that is, is that the, is that the thing you want on your gravestone? <laughs> yes. I told you you could base it. <laughs> <laughs> your, your 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 gravestone will have a lovely base, covered with with, yeah. with, with Vallejo mud around it. Uh, what what's that? A gravestone made out of cork? What? 
<laughs> and loads of tufts coming out of the back uh, of it. Yeah. Not allowed, a big sign on it, do not weed. Exactly. <laughs> no, I just think, <laughs> I'm, I've mentioned this before, I've probably mentioned it on the podcast a couple of times, but hmm. I don't know whether you guys found it as well, but right at the beginning, how daunting it is to, mm. to your, your, your fingers hovering over that publish button. Yeah. And you think, yeah. uh, should I, should I, uh, I don't know. And then you do. And it's just, it's great when, what I, I mean, I always, I always saw YouTube as a bit of a toxic wild west place. Yeah. Um, and that's why I didn't really want to put myself out there. But I still, I still say to this this day, one of the best decisions I made in, in doing that. I mean, it's, it's, it's an extension of the hobby for me. I think Martin said it as well. It's like a, it's like a hobby in itself, making yeah. videos, editing videos, coming up with content. I think it's a, an extension of of the, of the, the, the war gaming hobby, and it's, it's exposed me to so many different new games, rule sets, people, people's channels. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if someone had said, oh, by the way, when you start a YouTube channel, fast forward, you know, three or four years and you'll be, you'll be meeting up with a bunch of people off the internet in Derby. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, yeah, it doesn't sound like, like something I'd, I'd rather be doing. It sounds quite, uh, quite dangerous, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, it's, it was just, it's what, what you, I think you, you get out of it what you put in. Um, and I, I think I've definitely found that with YouTube and it's, I'm not as prolific a content creator as I used to be, um, mm. but I still enjoy it, and I still enjoy the uh, the, the bolt action mm. content. I still enjoy getting people's comments, um, and and re- really getting contact with the community and and you know, people you wouldn't we wouldn't ordinarily um, wouldn't get to meet. So yeah. like I say, daunting, but I'm really really glad that I did it. Brilliant. And who was uh, who were, were your when you first started on the channel, Steve? Who were the who were the channels that you were looking at? at the time or were there any around then two there's 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 two channels that motivated me into starting my channel uh it's travis at tabletop cp yeah uh and ken the eccentric man um Mm. they were both doing a lot of uh bolt action world war ii content um and i think they they were the two that i sort of looked up to they were the the the, the two channels that inspired me to to, to really have a go uh, and it's great because i actually I, I i know ken and i know travis now um outside of youtube so it's <laughs> it's, it's it's strange how, how things like that can can come about um but yeah definitely those two and then, then since then there's been there's been so many so many awesome channels and so many awesome people as well but they were most definitely the two that um that really gave me the kick up the arse to go and um, to start my own channel. And what about you then, Martin? Who were your influences in those early days? Uh, in the, well, um, I watched quite a lot of channels, but there was there was one in particular. Um, and it's because I was playing a lot of Black Powder. Um, and it's a channel, um, and I, he hasn't put anything up for quite a while, so I don't know if he still does it anymore, but it was um, Nathan Pancake Pain. Um, and he did lots of uh, Black Powder battle reports in his shed. Um, oh, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he filmed them just off the hip um, and uh, just he fantastic models, fantastic basing, lovely tables with all the teddy bear fur and, and, and all of that. Um, but he was just like a straight, straight talking guy from Nottingham. And he was just really and I really liked that. And, and so when I so I started, it was actually that. And it was really that format that I, I enjoyed. So I was saying, well, he's not. 
he's not got a studio. He's not got, you know, the. I mean, he's got a shed, you know, which he's got. <laughs> you know, he's not got. You look at some of the big channels, and yes, I, you know, I'd love to have that set up. Who wouldn't? You know, that's fair enough. But seventy-five percent of people in game don't have that set up. There's a dining room table and and some bits of ply or MDF that are put down to um to create a six by four. Um, and I thought, well, if he if he's doing it, then. And I can have a go, and I just was like I just it was that that was he he was doing battle reports and project updates, um, and it was all at the time uh, Napoleonics that he was doing. Um, so he's he he was a he was a it sort of gave me a big push because I was just like you know people sort of loved the content, and um, he was always having a good chat in the um, in the comments with people, and I was like, well, this, this is this is the way to do it. You don't have to have. 10 different cameras and lighting set up and, and stuff like that. <laughs> content is content, you know, good content will shine through. I think that's the, that's the, that's the way forward. Um, so th- there was that. And then uh, Leo, Leon's channel, T66. Um, yeah. He, he, that, that was, that was a, that was a big, um, big push as well. And, and again, Le- you know, and now, um, you know, so, so you know, friendly with Leon and, and um, I haven't met him yet. We, we, unfortunately we missed each other, but you know, we, we chat, um like now and then and also where because he was doing a crusades project before he went back down the epic napoleonic route um and we were chatting you know back and forth about what because we just seemed to serendipity start these projects at the same time and doing the same thing so we were sort of just bouncing ideas off each other and and yeah it was, it, i was just amazed really at the way that because because before this my wargaming community was my was my my, my friends my uh my, my low my sort of my a few local people and my friends you know i didn't think that i would be sort of going to shows and meeting people or, or ever have people coming up to I had someone come up to me for a selfie that that threw me completely <laughs> that to, that totally threw me that, that was that was at warfare it, it was lovely I, I i just didn't know what to do i was i was i was just really confirmed i was like yeah i'm that guy that loses to his wife you know, yeah. you know, you know. So, um, yeah, it it was, um, it was, it was those channels that sort of inspired me forward, and I think it was because I, I, I just related to those channels more than I did sort of the bigger ones who were showing off all the, you know, the glitzy game rooms or or the, uh, um, you know, all the fancy lights and airbrushes and things like that. I found those more relatable. Going from those early videos that you you started, have you invested? a lot in new kit you know cameras microphones that sort of things or have you carried on in the old school style um, you, you... so my no not really well i've got a, a, a better microphone which i've i've sort of um I, I, got, I got the microphone a few months ago and i got a proper boom arm for it because I, ha- I had this weird kind of grabby claw thing that i <laughs> salvaged for, that i found in a uh, on a site somewhere <laughs> and um <laughs> Um, um, but my, my main light, uh, no, my, I, I just sound, I, I thought uh, to me, sound is, is more important than video because, uh, I think good sound will carry a bad video, but bad sound won't carry a good, you know, so you'll, you'll turn, if a, if a video is, is good, but the sound is awful, you're probably more likely to turn it off. Um, because you, you, know, you just haven't got that, um, engagement. So, um, I've done that and, and really, I think that's about it. Camera wise, I even I've got a um, a, a, um, a cat obviously a, 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 not a camcorder, but a digital camera that I use, um, or yeah. I just use my phone because the camera on my phone is better than that. <laughs> so yeah. you know, um, it, it films in four K. So I just figured I'll, I'll just use that. It does mean it eats the memory really, really hard, but 
that was it. But until I, until, unless, because I'm, I'm filming in my house and in this little back room and um, I haven't got the option of like putting loads of extra lights and things in because I rent. Um, I, um, I figure, well, there's no point. There's no point in investing in all this kit that I can't use. I'd rather just spend mm. the time and the money on, on games and being able to do yeah. other things. And the same, same for you then, Steve. Are you, are you changed the way that you film over the years? Have you invested in Spielberg-like technology? Or uh, you... <laughs> I wouldn't say Spielberg. I've, I've upgraded my setup. Everything's been upgraded over the past sort of 18 months. So new camera, new mic, new laptop, new video, video editing software. Um, and I think that investment has certainly it's improved my content uh i think it's it's a bit better than it was because i when i was using free software um it, i was jumping between one and the other and i never really got on with it uh, but martin martin no. very 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 <laughs> yeah. kind i tell a, i told a lie i told martin a lie. lied <laughs> i lied and i've just been quite yeah i i um i was using a video editor on my phone for the first year to do my videos um which was a, a nightmare when you've got um wonky thumbs um or like that but um i bought uh filmora um and um at the time it was it was it was when i did my first battle report so if you if you ever go back and you find the very first battle report that's actually when i switched from i stopped using my phone for editing um so, because um, I was like, this is going to be really long. It's going to take a long time. Uh, so I used Filmora. Um, I think mine was Filmora 9 uh, or 10. Which one have you got, Steve? I can't remember. It's 11 um, now. Have you upgraded again? No, it was a free upgrade. Oh, oh what? Oh, no. Uh, so I think I've got. I think, I think it was I've... anyway. I just I logged in one day and it prompted me to update. Let me just check my. I'm going to check my desktop now, actually. Um, so yeah, Filmora because yeah. it was a really got really good reviews. It's a really powerful piece of editing software, and you can create the videos um, really really quickly um, without too much hassle. And it's got a fantastic library of um, sort of sounds and a, not necessarily effects, but things like transitions and that. And it's all drag and drop. Um, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. um Steve uh, then picked it up as well. Yes, I was on the hunt because I was I was jumping between. So I had one that was good at video. But really bad at audio, and then I had one that was really good at, at audio editing, but the um, the actual video editing was really convoluted and asked about face. Um, so when Martin told me about this, um, in fact, Phil Moore was the um, the first time I ever made money on YouTube. Um, that was what I invested it in. So I invested yeah. I, any anything that I the the, the meager pittance I make off YouTube, everything goes straight back into the channel. So that's largely funded most of the th- of the things that I've I've upgraded. So the channel sort of it's paying for itself now. Um, but I'd, I'd rather do that and just go out and spend it on you know coffee or you know <laughs> so, living so living the high what, life. <laughs> yeah. So when you're watching video, then um, what's the most important thing for you? You know, if you're a, a user and as a content creator, is it is it because I, I, VK von Ketteringham is the, is the one I always quote because he just kind of he he, like, so he leans back from the camera because he's quite clearly pressed the on button and just talks and there's no explosions and 
rock music or anything like that. So is it is it the content or is it the way that it's presented? Uh, how, what do you kind of like best, Steve? It's a happy medium. Mm. Uh, I think it's. I mean, what it's just going to sound really really bad now, but you know, what, what I can't really endure is wackiness. I don't like what I don't like. That's going to make me sound like a right old curmudgeon, isn't it? Oh, I don't like wackiness, but I, I mean, I don't mind people who are humorous because it's natural. But yeah. people who are just jumping around like lunatics on you know and it's stuff like that. I turn. I mean, thankfully, it's not much of it in the historical um, circles. But I've seen I've seen videos where I've just I've got ten seconds. I'm like, I'm not watching this. I'm a grown man. Yeah, there's um, some there's some in the fantasy sci-fi genre. Yeah, um, and they would be definitely getting a um, <laughs> illegal substance test from me if I was anywhere near them. Just, well, just thinking a bit more positive. And yeah, go, go on, going to the more positive thing. I think people who are just natural when when they present when they're they're doing their, their content, not not trying to be someone that they that they really aren't. Or but it's got to be. Not, not compelling as such, but just interesting. It's 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 really hard to describe. I think people like what they like, mm. um, and I'm sure that we've all got channels that we all watch, and then there's some channels that I uh, I'll enjoy that somebody else will enjoy, for example. But for me, it's I know I know what you mean about VK. It's very it's very natural, very yeah yeah, and his setting isn't isn't half bad as well. So uh, I think that mm. definitely yeah uh, definitely helps him out. But no, I think yeah. I would. I would. I'd just say, and like like you mentioned before about the the, the explosions and the, the the bells and the whistle. I've even taken. I used to have a metal soundtrack at the beginning of my videos. Uh, I took that off um, many many years ago. <laughs> it's quite calm. The music I use I, I use now is quite calming and ambient and relaxing. Although one time I used um I used like uh like jazz music as a background, but it's played oh, really dear. well. And so <laughs> some dude was like, Yeah, I like the video, but I could do without the jazz music. I was like, Yeah, I've I've taken that on board, mate. That won't be making another appearance on the channel. Yeah, I, I mean I think um we're we're all into a, a similar style of music. I've i I was lucky enough to be a teenager in the um early nineteen eighties. So I was gonna see Iron Maiden on like the Killers tour and Number of the Beast and that sort of thing, and Judas Priest and all those bands when I was a kid. Um, but jazz is one thing I have never no. understand. Understood. <laughs> I have I heard it described once once and um, turn your turn your sound down if you've got kids in the room. Um, but I've heard it described as musical wanking. <laughs> yeah. Like because that. everyone's everyone's doing their own thing, trying to please themselves and, and not bothered about anyone else. And I don't. I, don't I, just, I mean, not not to take the the the, the chat down the musical um, musical highway, like. But with, I actually I don't mind. I mean, the the jazz I listen to stuff like Thelonious Monk or Charles Mingus, mm. um, which is I've always said that Thelonious Monk was if he <clears throat> put him in a, a time machine and bring him forward, he'd be a metalhead. Because the, yeah. the 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 way he attacks the piano is just it's it's, it's metal esque the way he plays. But um, yeah, don't put jazz on your on your YouTube channel if you don't want to incur the wrath of no. people. It's, it's no, it's definitely not good. So Martin, we <laughs> we were just talking before we got went down the on the jazz train. Nice, <laughs> um, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, about content versus style. So, what's your what's your take um, on? I, I'm uh, so I, I'm going to cop out a little bit, like Steve, uh, and um, I'm going to say I did mid ground, <laughs> but 
but I I do feel that the one thing that will always because so is is uh, the one thing that will always put across content um, is enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And if someone is enthusiastic about a project, you could have no interest whatsoever in a time period. But if you're if someone's enthusiastic about it, you're like, oh, it gets your attention, and you want to know, oh, what are they? Why are they so excited? And then you know, you watch their video and you look at us like, oh, okay, all right, well, you know, just a bit like sort of our stuff. You know, the setup is basic, the models are, you know, they look really, really nice. Um, but this guy, you know, he's enthusiastic. I might go and have a look into into this period in history and then that's you know the next thing you know you've got boxes on the way and you're (laughs) playing a new game um and so i for me it's always enthusiasm because nothing's worse than if you turn on the video and the person on the other end gives gives less of a shit than you and you've (laughs) and you've turned it on you know so that's something that always and and i hate to say it but and not so much in our i'd say in our community but definitely some of the big big channels in in wargaming you know, we're talking hundred one ones who have sort of hundreds of thousands of subs. So when they get to the point where they're, they're trying to like show you a video and it's clear that they, they have no interest in it, that they've been made <laughs> to do it, or that they've accepted a freebie that they then wish that they hadn't because they've had to make the content, um, it, it shows. And and to me, it doesn't matter how many bells and whistles that you've got and what you're painting, if the person behind it isn't invested in what they're doing then i'm not gonna i'm I'm not gonna be invested in that video either so martin if next week on my channel you saw that i'd put out a french napoleonic painting tutorial yeah what do you reckon the enthusiasm would be uh i imagine that it would be the sort of equivalent of someone crawling across the floor to get at the last beer in the fridge kind of thing at the end of the night. It would be a real sort of like, and now it's the epaulets, you know, and I, and it'd be a real, I mean, I'd love, I'm not going to lie. I, I would watch it just because, you know, it'd be like torture and it'd be quite, quite funny. So that side of things, but I, I, I just, it, you know, you'd be like, I just imagine that every bit would be, you know, just be a size, you move on, and then you every also every section would be, I thought I was nearly finished, but I found another bit of piping. You know. So what, during, like during, tran- during a transition, just like the a subtle undertone of me crying. <laughs> this video actually yeah, took six months to make. I definitely think personality is very important. Um, I don't know if you know him. There's a historian called Michael Wood. Yeah. Um, and he he did a he did a series called In the Footsteps of Alexander the Great, um, and his enthusiasm for the whole thing. I remember him leaping around on some ancient walls in this village in um, uh, Syria, I think it was, um, pretending to be one of Alexander's silver shields, um, <laughs> and it's, it's just brilliant. And I've I've said the story on here before. My old history teacher, um, Mr. Winnington, he used to have a a desk at the front of the class that had a, a loose. They were all the the flip up desks that were familiar back when I was a lad. Um, and <laughs> the, the 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 desk at the front of the class came off, and it had a hand strap behind it, so he could pretend to be a lo- Roman legionary marching up and down these ranks of desks Aww. with his desk pointer as a spear, and. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, there we go. So, um, development-wise then, Martin, I mean, you were up to 5,000 or something like that? 
substandard. Yeah, yeah, just 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 a bit over five now. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, is, it, is, it's are you doing high. some sort of exact exotic dancing on TikTok to get those numbers? Or uh, what? Do you know what? Do you know what? And I'm sure that other people say this. No one is more surprised than me, um, because I mean. Uh, it, it was going up like quite steadily and you know and i was just putting out I, I just put out the content that i i want to do and that i find interesting yeah um, i've done a couple of things where people have sent me some things um but i've only I, i've been offered more and i've turned down stuff because i have no interest in it and i don't think my viewers would have any interest in it and and even as much as i i would like a, a new game set it will just pass through my hands and go onto ebay <laughs> so there's no point yeah. in me doing it and i don't want I, I would rather the time that i would be investing into that video i'd rather invest in the video that i want to make um so yeah it all just went a bit a bit crazy really it was it's, it's in the last year it, it's it's seen it's, it's sort of had a bit of a Bit of a bit of a boost, shall we say? And um, um, we obviously with the, the Caesar Award thing um, helped that, that. That saw quite quite yeah. a few, quite a few. That that was a bit of a crazy week. My, 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 I was getting quite a lot of notifications. Although when when the um, uh, the nominations came through, I got this really sarcastic message from Dom just <laughs> saying, "Have you seen it?" Because I, I was actually at work. I hadn't seen the video, and Dom was just like, uh, "Have you seen this? You know, have you seen this video?" And in a sort of like a grumpy face, I think it was. So, like emoji, just like no. And then, and then my phone pinged again. It's like I think you need to watch it. And then it pinged again. Have you watched it yet? Um, and then obviously went through, and uh, I was like, oh, that's that's surprising. But the thing, the one thing that really sort of wound me up about that, the battle report, that because of course we don't do the nominations. You could nominate yourself, but you don't know who's yeah. who's nominated you. The battle report I, nom- I got nominated for, which was lovely. It's amazing, but it's one that I consider my worst one. <laughs> <laughs> um it was that one was a case of me and my friend it was the first time we met up since lockdown and we just put we were like well we've got these massive armies let's just put them on the table and see what happens it was no organ there was no scenario there was no organization there was nothing it was we didn't we only did, we only got to the end of turn three that was it <laughs> that, that was it and i was i was looking i was like oh i've done the one on the bridge and all that so, you know i've done the, the one in the bridge we had to blow that up i've done the one in the town was that one on there <laughs> it was it was lovely to be to be nominated but um really it was when i started seeing it, it was when i started putting up battle reports um yeah. but, but putting but putting them up regular basically when i started doing the black powder stuff with uh, with Haley at lockdown and that was because i'd always planned to put black powder on there um it's just that we couldn't leave you know couldn't go anywhere or see anyone so she got fed up of me looking sad and moaning um and having to hear about it and took pity on me and luckily for me she actually um she actually enjoyed it so i get quite a lot of messages from people saying yeah. um god you know you're just you know she's not you know she's just you know you're paying her or something or you know there's something but she wouldn't do it you've met her she wouldn't yeah. do it there's she yeah. would not stand there for four hours and get, <laughs> i mean to be fair i have to buy some booze she would not stand yeah. there for four hours and play that game and then have to put up with me because because you feel when you're filming it obviously everything takes her just a little bit longer um i try to make it as painless as possible and i think i've got got a pretty good um sort of method for how i do things um mm. but but it, she, she didn't enjoy it she, she wouldn't do it it's just this is just just, just just no way it, it wouldn't happen so just just remind us then how how many season awards did you get award uh nominated for <laughs> was it three uh, i got nominated for three and um the podcast uh, got nominated for one but some other git won that one 
Yeah, we won't mention. Won't mention it. We'll mention it. No, no, won't mention it. But no, uh, no. We, I got I got nominated for three. I got nominated for the the best after action uh, report, um, best painting video, and then fan favorite uh, channel. And um, I was lucky enough to win the the fan favorite channel one and it was extra special as well because it was my birthday as well so I was, <laughs> we, we just got back from the cinema and i, I was sitting there watching it god i can't you know it, it and yeah it was just really it was just really really nice i don't know i, it's, I hate to say it, it's nice but it, it was and i got i got loads of messages afterwards from people who, who said they found my channel through that and um they really liked it and they hadn't really considered medievals you know they're into world war ii but they, you know the way sort of i approach medievals made it seem maybe a bit more accessible than than they fought than they had fought before and that's all i wanted to do really and that's all i wanted to do with the black powder battle reports i just wanted to show people that you don't as lovely as it is having a big table we all love big gaming uh, except Steve, and, uh, <laughs> and as as proof, uh, but um, we all love having that. But some people you just don't have that possibility, and I just wanted to show that that shouldn't put people off buying games like Black Powder, which is you know pretty still a straightforward system. But not everyone likes it, but it's a straightforward game. You can still have free brigades. You just got you've got to alter the, how you play a little bit. You can do things in waves and scenarios, and you can have a perfect. You can still have a perfectly good game on a six by four. Don't have to scale down to some smaller scale just to get it. You know, you can because ultimately, well, I mean, as someone once said, twenty-eight millimeter is dead, apparently. But not. I'm sure that person will crop, will crop up in conversation fairly soon. Um, just not that I'm a not that I'm a snitch or anything, Martin. But um, your wife has just sneaked in, uh, grabbed a bottle of alcohol, and sneaked back out again. Yeah, she has. Yeah, 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 yeah. She has. She. Uh, <laughs> She's um she, she's had a long day, um but no she's just gone she's just gone to the fridge. I noticed that she's taken the unopened bottle, uh, and not the one that was uh, half full. She's taken the full one. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, really no, she does enjoy it. And I think actually, what was quite nice for me is that Haley, um, my long suffering wife, has um really sort of joined joined and and become sort of it sort of takes this weird place in the community because every everyone knows that like she gets messages and stuff like you know you, you know i mean there's been a, there's also yeah there's been some there's been some odd ones but you know there's um you know she gets messages and then she's commenting back on people and chatting tactics in the battle report things and i'm sitting there going hang on a minute what about me <laughs> you know come on i'm the one that lost and um and then on the day like she you know i'm sure we'll talk about crackcom but she loved it she loved seeing everybody yeah. gaming and i, th- I think that helped she got it. She understood why I love it, why we love it as, as a community, mm-hmm. and how much it, it, it's, it is community and not just toys. The toys are, are you know, not I wouldn't say second to community, but the to- the toys are the vessel to get to the community, um, yeah. and then you all bond over that. So um, yeah, although she'll be she'll be in there drinking that that bottle of booze now, denying everything probably. Exactly. Well, a um, couple of things just before we move on to. Um, plastic crack podcast um and um something that content creators suffer from in general um and i wondered whether what your guys experience with it was um and that's internet arseholes um <laughs> are you do you do you suffer from from that at all steve have you had any stalkers in the past any he's, uh... he's, he's had a great one recently he's got an amazing <laughs> one recently right, excellent Oh, your new yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, that's, so, someone's been quite 
I'm not going to go into into the great details, into into great details, but <clears throat> someone's been quite forceful in how I, how they want me to present certain things, and I ah. won't I won't won't be doing it. But I'm not going to go into any detail. No, uh, to be fair, um, my girlfriend mentioned this quite a lot. Um, she said, even uh, when the channel was re- very much in its infancy, she said, "What are you going to do? Because it, it's YouTube, you're going to get well assholes." Yeah. And I just said, "Well, I've spent ten years in customer service, so I know how to. I know all. <laughs> I know. I know all the cheat codes for assholes. I'm quite good at it. Um, <laughs> um, but to be fair, all the time that I've been doing my channel, I've." I could probably count on two, on just just on two hands the amount of really awful comments that I've had, and and even then they've not been they've not been insulting. Well, well I think one one was really really insulting, and I, the comment I left was about four pages long in response to him because it was it, it was a comment on my most popular video. Um, it was about how to build a bolt action army, and I made a comment about. Um, just paraphrasing, uh, I'm, as an example, I'm using the German army because this this should come as no surprise to anyone, anyone in the community who knows that I, I have painted a lot of Germans. And he took it on himself to sort of paraphrase that I'd... I followed a certain ideology. Ah, right. And it was, the, it was probably the only real time I've ever really lost, lost my rag when I've, I've been responding to someone. Because it was just, I, I, I didn't say that. It was completely taken out of context. Um, and yeah, I, it really, really annoyed me. For the most part, though, it's mostly been people. I don't think they they, they mean to come across as assholes. I think it's mm. just the way that they, they, the way they've written it. Um, I mean, if, if someone's got valid criticism of the way I've done something or the way I've said something or, or the way I've presented it, you know, fair enough. Um, but I've been quite lucky in that I haven't really had any horrific, awful comments. I think it's because uh, I don't put Napoleonic videos on my channel. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you say that, but I went on that World War Two group and asked the question, and I got eviscerated. Oh, was that about the tanker's uniform? Yeah. Yeah. They can. I think. I think. I think. In general, I think we mentioned this uh, earlier about uh, rivet counters. Or button counters, I think yeah. there's all. I think there's all. There's always going to be that element. I mean, I always remember. Um, I mean, I, I've encountered a couple on Facebook that, that sort of stick out, but I don't. I mean, sometimes I just don't even bother responding to them. I, I like the comment and I'll move along. I won't, I won't leave a response because I don't. I think sometimes that's what they're after. I think they're after a response. They're trying to bait you into into a. A back and forth argument, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get involved in arguing about toy soldiers. It's going. It's just. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> just not just not my thing. But no, like I said, I think, with, I think with, World War World War Two especially has a lot more rivet counters than many other periods. I think um, there's a lot of people who will question the, you know, the the model of your the variants of your Panzer three. Very. I quickly. think I think one of the ones. Uh, um, I did a video last last year. I worked on a project where I was converting uh, German great coats into win, uh, U.S. Winter Airborne at mm. Bastogne. I loved that project, and I just everything about it. I really enjoyed it, and people were yeah, it wasn't historically accurate, but from three feet away, it's not going to be. I remember mm. some complete and utter gentleman on a Facebook group. Uh. 
said they were they were historically inaccurate. And I just said, well, they're wearing German great coats. Of course, they're going to be historically inaccurate. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's no other answer for this. And then he was questioning about uh, medipacks being placed on helmets after 1944. And I just thought, you know, to, to hell with this. I'm, I'm just done with you. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I mean, I don't mind if, if people want to critique me. I really, really don't mind. Um, I just don't, I don't, I'm not one. I think we mentioned this last night on, on, the, the, the podcast. I was going to say it was one of the questions, wasn't it, of, of how much of a rivet counter or how accurate you want yeah, to be? Exactly, um, and I'm not. I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm not. I'm obviously not going to paint, you know, completely wrong colours um, just for the sake of saying that they're my toy soldiers. I'm not going to do that, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to lose my rag when someone paints something a different shade of grey or green than it should have been. Um, mm. It's just not my style. I, I, I mean, and I, I would never dream of leaving a comment like that on, on anyone's video or Facebook post or blog post, anything like that at all. It's just, it's just, and it's in my nature. I don't think it's in most people's nature to be like that. I just think it takes a special kind of cretin, um, <laughs> if, if, if I can call them cretins, to, to be like that. And I just, I mean, maybe I'm on... I'm, I'm going to step down off my soapbox in a minute because I think I'm, that's where I am at the moment. But it's a, it's a subject that really irks me. It really does. Um, yeah, but no, I'm just going back to your original question. No, I've, I've, I've been quite lucky in that I've not had any nasty, nasty comments. Yeah. Martin, are you, do you suffer from the, the trolls? No, uh, yes and no. So... I suffer from there, there are two there so there are two main um, types. Um, one is is generally only found in the wilds of the battle report comments section. You have to um, they're in there, um, and that's when I get. I have no problem with people uh, critiquing my tactics, or even when I quite when someone points out, oh, you got this wrong at this point. It should be this. Brilliant, but when it gets pointed out with a page number, a quote, and then uh, a sort of a, a paragraph explaining, you know, why that makes the rest of, say, your battle, you know, you, you, I'd stopped watching it after this because it meant that the game was pointless. You know, well, all right, good. It clearly wasn't, you know, you are exactly the type of person that I, that I don't want to be watching my video. You know, that you're, you're, that's, you're this is not for you. Um because we always just work on the idea that if we if we get something wrong in a game, we just carry on playing it wrong until the end of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, unless it's you know something that you know is is going to make a minor difference. But if it's something fairly, you know, we say, "Oh, but it's fair." Then you know, and we'll we'll correct it next time. I don't like spending ages looking for rules in books. Um, I'd rather get on and play the game. So if we can't find something quick and easy, we'll house rule it, and then. Nine times out of ten, you're more or less there when you do it anyway. When you put a house rule on something, you're nearly there. Um, so I, I get those, um, and um, I the the other type I get. Um, so I do the Wars of the Roses, and um, the the problem is with the Wars of the Roses is that it's it's also one of its big benefits, which is a lot of the answers are we just don't know. No. We don't know, but it's amazing how many people do know, and um, there's there's you know so oh. There is there is a certain method behind things like coats of arms. There were there were there were uh, rules that people had to follow about who could wear them and how things were set out. You don't turn them upside down and, and all of this. Um, 
But the, the problem is, is that how much time do you want to spend doing research and how much time do you want to spend doing wargaming? Now, I'm quite happy to spend a lot of time doing research because I love it. It's, it's also part of what I do for my job. So it can't, uh, I, um, in fact, it's not unknown for me to be in a record office somewhere and I'll be doing some work. And then um, I'll, if I've still got time, I'll, well, I always make sure there is time. I go and have a look through the, uh, <laughs> the sort of the local history section and go and have a look at what the sort of the lo- local families and knights and coats of arms are because it'd be, is there anybody that I can, um, I can stick in, um, in that unit? Um, but what I will um, often find is um, there are people who ask for weird requests. So I've had, Steve knows this, I had someone asking me, um, I think it was long enough ago now that I could probably say, because um, if they listen to this, then they'll definitely know who they are, but I don't know if they're going to own yeah. up to it. Um, so I had someone ask me if the next time I painted a knight, if I could paint them with blue diamonds on them, and then they would know it was just for them. And oh, that's nice. That's nice. I know it's just nice, but I, was, but I, was, I sort of replied to say, but, but why? Like, I don't. Not, do you want me to send it to you? No, <laughs> I was so confused. I, I didn't. I didn't get it. Um, I I also have um, had someone request one of my paintbrushes. I showed Steve that one as well, and Dom that one. I had someone request one of my paintbrushes. So I was like, why? Why do I do you want is this it? Like, like I, is this like an only only fans for war gamers where you I don't know. send it, your it, used it, paintbrushes? I, to but, people? But I'm not, yeah, the ones you've licked. Yes, uh, <laughs> you, you know it, it was so it was so bizarre. Um, I must say that the, there are very very few negative comments, um, and and any of the criticism is, is constructive. And I find the best way to combat it, especially if someone gets picky about the history, because I do history videos, um, is I I just I, I was to tell them, I just out history them back. You yeah. know, you just you just find you'll tell you go. Oh well, actually, I think you'll find if you read uh, Lewis ninety eight on this thing that you're that this is a point of view was put across. One of my favourite things is um, as Steve says, you know, you, you know, he stuck um, you know, put medipacks on the helmets. How do they know it wasn't done? So I'm an archaeologist, right? And I can guarantee, I can tell you that people will throw away and do any old shit to stuff. I dig up crap. I dig up other people's crap from the last two thousand years for a li- for a living, and or piece <laughs> stuff that people threw away. And sometimes they were just bored, and they just did fit. They did random things to stuff, right? We find pots with like all sorts of random things scrawled on them, or or we even found we found some pots once. It's going a bit off. Sorry, I'll get back up. But we found a pot once that had, been, that, that, that had been stabbed. The guy, the specialist, had put it back together, and you could see the the crack pattern. It looked like when a bullet goes through a glass in, in the film, and it shatters mm. out. And then there was this whole sort of it's been ritually stabbed. Um, you know, they were killing the pot to a piece of glass. I was like, maybe he just hated it. Maybe he just didn't. Maybe he just didn't like it. I'm sorry. You know, I'm, I know we're meant to. Oh, it should be great if it's ritual and. Maybe it had the art. Oh, I don't know. Maybe something like that. Maybe he, it was his wife's and he hated it, or it was his mother-in-law's, and, you know, <laughs> and he was just fed up with it on the mantelpiece, and he threw a peel at it. Who knows? You know. Um, so ultimately, when it comes to the comments and, and you get those kind of things, you just find that like going back to them and going, "Yeah, I know, but I wanted to do it this way." What are they going to say to you? Yeah. You know, yeah, and I, I think some of them do it deliberately, don't they? There's a, oh, yeah. There's, there's some of them who are there to wind you up. I was just going to say, well, I think one of the nicest things I, I've noticed sort of over the more, – more so over the past two years is that I'll get people sort of um, contacting me. I don't know who they are, and they know my channel, but they know my name. 
mm. and they'll 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 speak to me like we've known we've known each other for ages, and I don't know this person. I think it's real. That for me, far far outweighs the um, the the asshole element of it. It's just such a nice experience when you can have a, a back and forth with someone who's, who's just got in contact because they, they want to know a certain paint to use, a certain painted technique. Is that I'd yeah. want, want a couple of months back? Um, there's a guy contacted me on Instagram because he'd, he'd been doing kit bashing and he, he said, I've, I've watched all your videos and you know, I've, I've had I've had a go myself. And the, the pictures he sent me were absolutely fantastic. He'd done some um, uh, bolt action. Um, US Airborne kit bashing, uh, very similar to what I've done, but again, completely different to what I've done. He just taken his own his own slant, his own creativity, and they were brilliant. So I think, yeah, I, 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 that outweighs the the sort of the negativity for me mm. so so much. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. There was a there was a young lad who got in contact with me about painting, um, and um, his English wasn't particularly good. Uh, and so I just said, oh, whereabouts are you? Just as a passing comment. And he was from South Korea. So we ended up sending messages to each other for ages, talking about wargaming in South Korea. Uh, what a lovely lad. And amazing that you speak to people on the other side of the world, mm-hmm. sharing Absolutely. your joy for the hobby. It's, um, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So we'll 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 draw a line under your channels there, and we'll move on to the more controversial subject of the Plastic Crack Podcast. <laughs> and, and I don't know whether you've got anything that you want to put right from Ken and Dom's interview. Um, do you do you guys was it? Do you guys remember or aware of Gumbo Liam? I, I met yes. him once. I yeah, never I met, met him. Right. I, I I remember him um, be. I remember watching the show yeah. and him being on it. And then I remember asking if I ask every now and then, like, "Oh, what's he doing?" Uh, and Ken's like, "Yeah, well, he's fine." So I'm not utterly. I convinced that Ken hasn't just like killed him. Or I, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, it just went missing. I haven't seen any evidence. Like, other than those shows, I don't. I haven't seen any other evidence that he exists. Do you know what the funniest so, thing? When remember the first crack com and we were in that Indian restaurant and Ken went. I was meant to pick up Liam. Oh yes, I forgot about that. And then I went, oh no 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 he's not. He, uh, he sold his ticket. And I was like, if 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 you did have to go and pick him up, you may have a problem because he's he's in Southampton. We're in Derby, and it's seven o'clock at night. But it was just the yeah. the, the, the look of sheer panic on Ken's face was just an absolute picture. It was joy. It was it was joy. So yeah, I I I remember seeing him on on the on on the stream. Um, and um, I kept on expecting him to sort of appear in, in those early episodes, and um, that, that we were doing things, and then he didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, we um, we we spoke briefly about him in the in the opposite episode with Dom and Ken, um, and I, I've my contacts in the FBI have been looking for him uh, since that moment in time, and they've they've not found him. Uh, in fact, I think I think they found Osama bin Laden before they found Gumbo Liam. So, <laughs> if you're out there, Liam, we're thinking of you, mate. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, which of you two guys ended up on there first? Then, uh, Steve, me, Steve. Um, so let's let's go with your let's go with your joy, your origin story. Then, how did you end up on the on the show? Um, I think. 
prior to actually going on there, me and Dom used to we used to follow each other on on YouTube because uh, he, he likes his bolt action, and I'd leave comments, and he'd leave comments on mine, mm-hmm. um, and then just randomly out of the blue, he sent me a message on Facebook saying that I want to go and be a guest on on the. Well, what back then was just called, was it Fool's Gassing or Two Fool's Gassing? Yeah. Um, so that's when it was. So I said, um, yeah. I mean, back in the early days, I had my 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 laptop was older than Jesus. So some some weeks it struggled um, yeah. doing live streaming. So I think I was notorious for having the worst technology in the entire world. But I, I persevered and I struggled on. Um, but no, so I think it was... Martin, was it was it three or four weeks or two, two, three? It wasn't long after, was it? No. So I, so my <laughs> my second daughter had just been. Um, it was only about six months old. Cause it was in it, it was in lockdown, and that was the whole reason they were doing it. Um, and it was mm. starting to get warm. So me and my wife would be be sitting outside having a drink, and I'd be listening to it, and she'd be like, "What is this that you're listening to?" And then she started finding it funny as well. Um, and I liked it because I, I um I at the time well I knew who Dom was I didn't I didn't know who who Kent was um and um and I just I just enjoyed it and and it, it seemed easier and at the time I wasn't well we're not big YouTubers now but you know I mean I, I wasn't I was I was just putting out those little painting videos and um mm. so it was quite like oh I, t- t- I think it took me ages before I actually put a comment in the live chat I was like oh don't know what to say um and then um. And then I made a point, and then and then Dom called me out in the video, because I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, so Beckus, um, when he wasn't very well, um, and the chaps um, organized. Um, oh yeah, uh, organized a Beckus commands where they got YouTubers to just make a command group, and and I made one, and I did. A, I think I did three videos on it. I did one about like it's been like actually come to think of it, it's what I'm doing with my Warwick base at the minute. Just copying that anyway. Mm. Um, I did one about the composition and the models I'm going to pick. Then I did one about uh, painting them, and then um, I did one about about basing them and just how I wanted to get it. And on it, I had a um, I had a French um, fusilier bayoneting a, um, a British Napoleonic um, uh, chap, and and then Dom they, they were talking about oh have you seen this you seen that and Dom went oh have you seen that one that. The seventh son, because he didn't know my name then. He said, "I wonder um, the seventh son did." And I was listening to the podcast. I was like, "Oh, oh, they're going to show it." He goes, and Leon, and I think Leon was on that episode actually. And, and Leon was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." He said, "It looked, it looked cool, didn't it?" So I had these, I had these cuirassiers riding over like a, an entrenchment, and uh, mm. you know, shells had gone off. And um, and then Dom just went. Yeah, but did you see what he's he's done? He's got that bloody he's got that bloody French thing in it. It's skewering <laughs> that poor British. It's just the wrong side. And I, and I think like, that's what I commented. I went, there is a, there is a French casualty on there as well. And I got a comment back saying something like, "Yeah, but you can't see it as well as you can the British one." <laughs> um, and then and then I, and then that kind of broke the ice. And then he, he sent me. I left a comment. I think I just said, "Ah, oh, you know, great show." And then he just put, "You'll have to come on sometime." And I just said, "Well, just send me a yeah, just just let me know when. Send me a send me a message, and I'll come on." And then. I went on and did an episode, and um, and then they asked me if, and then because we were chatting Wars of Roses and the Perrys and that, and it became very evident how much I like the uh, the Perry miniatures, and then they had them on the yeah. next episode. So like, do you want to meet the Perrys? I was like, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> then I think for that episode, if you watch it, I just sit there with my mouth open. And that's about it. And then like, I was like, do you want to ask any questions? I was like, don't draw attention to me. I just want to sit and look. Um, and, um, but that, yeah, that, that was it. And then, and then I went, and then we went away for a few weeks. I think Steve went back on, didn't you? 
And yeah, we, I went, I went back on yeah. not, not long after. And then, I, do you know what? I don't even know how we 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 just permanently ended up on that. Well, we, we ended up we, we ended up doing a stream together on there, so it was the four yeah. of us. And then I just don't think we left. No, we didn't. We didn't leave. We and just, then, we, we just yeah. invited back the following yeah, week. Yeah, we never actually, but but they invited <laughs> us back every week. They actually got in touch with us. They'll say that they they won't. They, there's no way they'll admit to this. But they actually did invite us. We didn't just stay and log on. We couldn't. They they invited us every week because at the time we were doing it through Discord. It was horrendous. Oh, so he had awful. to send us Ken Ken or Dom had to send us the link because me and me and Steve didn't know what we were doing. And then I then um, Ken said, "Oh, do you want to cast it on your channel as well?" Oh, okay. And that's when we were running it simultaneously. So we'd have people in different chats. Um, and then and then I, I remember it was Ken just saying, I think this is, uh, or well, actually it might have been Dom. Anyway, one of them said, oh, this is, you know, this this seems like a good setup. Do you guys want to uh, just carry on? And we're like, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Why Martin not? always said, we, we, we were invited on and we, we never we never actually ever left. We, I think we're, we're technically still technically still squatting, I think. Well, we are, yeah. but I think now if you add it up, if you take into account holidays, I think me and you have been in more episodes than them, even if you take <laughs> away the early ones. Um, I think I think we've actually done more because, of course, we get our uh, our annual episode. Oh, yes. Me and you, uh, which is, you know, the best episode. Which you always do the uh, best as well, if I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we do, we do. It's, Actually, once, that... it's once a year when Ken and Dom they they jet off to where they go to, um, and we're left, and we've got no one to to question us, and we've we've even got we've even got our own intro now as well. I, oh, I, yes, brilliant. yeah, yeah. I did, um, I, yeah, I did get the traditional intro and and just and just bastardized it with uh, heavy met with with some heavy metal that i found um but the great thing was that everyone was saying can this be the real intro <laughs> like can, can you make this the real intro <laughs> like uh and, and, I, and then i just remember there's a comment from dom because he must have just caught part of it and just went uh no <laughs> so so we we keep that one for special occasions um really? but yeah it, it was it just kind of happened quite organically and yeah and I, I know dom has said this and i think he said this on there is we all just got on <laughs> and we're all we've all got very different projects and very different ways of doing things, and I think that 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 helps quite a lot. And we all just got on, and it was just like four mates chatting in the pub, and and that's mm. and that's what, what what it became. And then because um, at the beginning they were more um, interview sort of ones because they were asking me and Steve loads of questions because I think they asked each other questions for the first like four episodes and they ran out of anything to say. And that's where they started yeah. looking from. I think it, you know, they had the idea of you know, let's bring in some other two, uh, YouTube people, um, and um, and yeah, that it all kind of just just went from there, um, and we got on, and then the infamous uh, Facebook Messenger chat group got, <laughs> got created, uh, and it's still the same chat group with just the four of us in it. I've, um, and um, it's, uh, I mean, to be fair, I, we could scroll back to the earliest message, but it's uh, it's there's some odd things in there. There is some odd stuff I, in there. I can imagine. I can, I can imagine. It's, it's mostly it's mostly it's, it's, it's mostly me just tormenting Dom with what weird fruity beers I'm drinking. Oh no, not weird fruity beers. But yeah, we some of the IPAs that are out and about at the moment. Oh my word! It, it it's like eating a florist. Oh, it, I could I could talk and drink IPAs all night. I really I'm could. drinking an IPA right. <laughs> I'm drinking an IPA right now. It's an Aldi. Knockoff called Ten Four. Oh, ah, it's quite nice. nice. It's quite nice. Nice. It's quite nice. 
and I think I think that is one of the the great things of the show is is the mix of the people and um, you're all fairly positive people as well. Sometimes you can listen to a podcast and it's it's moan this, moan that, moan this, moan that. Um, whereas you're all quite tolerant of each other's weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we make as a group we make quite a conscious effort. I mean, Doug, we, we we've called out. I say, I say, we called out companies, but when we do the news section, we if we think that someone's doing something stupid, we we say they are, whether or not we like that yeah. company or not, because ultimately we're not in a position where we're going to be losing some sponsorship of some massive company, um, you know. And ultimately, you know, and, and that's why some, you know, we will still say, oh, Games Workshop has done this thing. I quite like it. I'm not going to buy it, but I like it, and I'm yeah. going to put it on on here. Um, and then also when Warlord's game, Warlord Games did something. I can't remember what it was that went absolute. It was, oh, it was when they announced Epic, didn't I? I, I got in a right oh, yeah. strop. I got in a right. Um, well, it was Epic. It was when they announced Epic Waterloo. I got in a right strop about it um, because I was just it was like, why? You know, why again? Uh, why Waterloo? You know, and then. Um, uh, but we'll always, you, you know, try and we try and see that in the comments as well. Like, like generally, you know, we'll put something up, and you'll, cause you'll see some comments in there sometimes, which are a bit like, oh not worth the money or something like that. but it is to someone it is worth that to somebody and mm. and we try we try quite hard to be not poo-pooing it just because it's not our cup of tea i mean we'll have a laugh and a joke about it you know but um mm. you know ultimately it's it's there for someone um and the thing is if we're not positive about the hobby we're not going to grow the hobby um you know we're we're a niche within a niche um so and that's partly why I'm sure we're kind of, again crack on is what you know there's, there's no point in putting people off you want people to come and and game and encourage people to do it that's i think that's what we try to do in the in the podcast yeah we've i've talked i've talked a couple of times about the 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 epic scale um stuff and it's a it's one of those things where you can get a box and it's everything you need for a game very much when I was a young lad, there was a an Airfix set that came out with a model of La Haye Saint, four boxes of plastic figures, and the number of people I know who started their hobby with that box set um, and moved on from there to thousands of figures in a custom-built shed. and <laughs> Yeah. Uh, or uh, most of your adult life painting figures, that sort of stuff. Um, so the community, the 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 um the pcp community is 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 a is an amazing thing um and i'm kind of on i'm kind of on the outside of it in the in the comments section um but you've got a lot of people who have been following you for a long time and are there most weeks um mm. and it's it's built up and it continues to build um what you i mean obviously positive but how does that how does that feel for me it's the way I think about it is, it, it, it's just for. I know Ken says it like this all the time, but at the end of the day, it's just four mates chatting about the hobby for two hours every every week, and we've somehow sort of nurtured a community around that. Uh, but now there's communities within the community, so we've got the OCP. So they're they're the guys that that, that do the, their own um, sort of painting competition, um, and it's. I still, I still, it's still a bit of a not not a shock as such, but. The way that it's it's grown, um, and you're right. We, we've we've got we've got regulars that that tune in every single week, 
and mm-hmm. they post regularly in the in the comment section. We've met um, a large majority of them in real life, um, and I think there was one moment at crack the the, the first crack com. It was about half an hour into uh, people playing, and I was I was at the back of the, the shop, and I just looked out. I just saw everyone really just having a good time, laughing, joking, and this was a you know we we'd been through you know two years of, of, of a pretty crappy time, and just to see all these people who'd taken time out of their their, their weekends to travel to Derby, and hang out with four people they'd never met before, um, and just throw some dice and play some games. It it, it just literally, I was grinning like a Cheshire cat. It was, <laughs> it was the, it was just so, what was one of those. It was like a, 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 a real visceral moment, just seeing all these people coming together for that day or that weekend to throw some dice around with some some people. They they really only knew through the internet. They, they knew through usernames or, or or people on on the Facebook group. And for me, I think that was that was when I realised that we we we've built something really quite quite awesome. When mm-hmm. when I saw that moment. Yeah, no, it, it it's it's it is good to see. It is very good to see, um, and this is this is by no means a criticism, um, but it did seem to um, be kind of something like a like a, a happy accident, crack con. Um, did did yeah. somebody just kind of mention it for a laugh, and then it it, it happened? Yeah. So so the way crack con come about now, I I can't remember in your when you had them them on before. I can't really. So, so let's just put the record straight, just in case it was said that this was some grand plan of one of the other two. <laughs> let's, just, let's just set the record straight here. Um, the yeah. entire thing was a complete accident. Um, the way it, it came about was, we, of course, we were, we were doing it every week. We were doing the stream every week. You know, we, I think we did it, well, because the, 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 first, the first season, we do it by year. So um, yeah. 2020 was season one. Um, so 2021 was the first one we did. We, we, we did a full year, and um, I think quite early on we were like, "Oh, you know, the lockdown might end." I mean, obviously it didn't end for quite a while at that point, but I know it's like, "Oh, would it be? Would it be great? Like to all meet up? What would we play?" And we used it as a as a discussion point. I think it was a discussion, like if we met up, like what would we play? Um, and then we argued, uh, and, um, uh, and this was this this was live and. You know, it's built up quite organically because um, we were even talking about this last night. I mean, when the guys started it, they had twelve people watching on their first one. Last night, we had yeah. a, we had a hundred, we had one hundred and forty one watching live. You know, and and quite a mm. comment it can't keep up with the chat, which is just crazy. I don't know how we've done that. Um, and um, basically, we said, "Oh, well, we'd like to meet up. What would we play?" And then the next one was like, "Oh, when would we meet up? Where would we meet up?" And then in the comments, we just started to notice, "Can I come?" I'd love to see that. Can you stream it? Uh, you know, can you stream it? That'd be an amazing video. Yeah, you know, and all, and all this. Um, and we'd we'd started the Facebook group. Uh, well, actually, actually, I think it was Ken who put the Facebook group together. Um, and then we launched it in the January of 2021. Um, but um, it, we didn't actually um, sort of come up with CrackCon until the May. And what, what happened was we... We stopped we, before the stream one day. We we just sat down and I think I think we we could actually do this. Like, could we do it? And um, I was lucky enough to be in contact with uh, Ian from uh, Boards and Swords, um, uh, Boards and Swords Hobbies Bash, in because uh, he had sponsored some giveaways on my channel. 
Mm. Um, and um, he liked my content. So I knew they had a gaming area. So I kind of got in touch with him and he, he was up for it because he loves historicals. But he won't make any money in his shop on historicals. It has to be. It's all, he, he sells a lot of 40k and a lot of um, uh, other other fantasy things or hashtag, you know, weird shit if that's what you want to call it. But yeah. his he well, his main passion is is historical gaming. So the thought of having you know these people in here playing historicals was great to him. So he he told us you know what it would be, and the great thing about it is that he's handling all the insurance <laughs> uh we we don't have to do that we we give him the money we're we're hiring that venue space and that whole side of things has taken the stress off of us for that bit anyway um so we had a bit of a chat about it and and we said oh you know maybe we should maybe we should do it maybe we shouldn't do it um and and then we we actually had just had a, ended up having a serious conversation didn't we steve yeah. we, we actually i think we actually should did we schedule like a we had a bit a of a separate, conference. We had a conference call, like a, all right, guys, it's not Monday, but we need, it's, it's like a Thursday. We need to chat. You know, it's like, oh God, that's no wonder. I don't know. I know she lets me go on on a Monday. What's going to happen on Thursday? And we had this chat and we're like, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to do it. And then how are we going to do it? Um, and then we had the, um, I, so, so I'm going to, this is something I'm going to set the record straight about. So in the name uh the name crackcon um ken always tries to, well i think he's set i think he's been called out now but he, he'll he'll try and say it was him who got the name it wasn't um it was actually my wife it was Hayley. <laughs> ah, uh, so what happened was i went and told Haley, and i went and, and so after this meeting i went and sat down and i was like i think i think we're gonna try and actually do do the uh the gaming day and she looked at me and she went what what are you on about? What gaming day? What are you talking about? And I said, you know, the Plastic Crap Podcast. And she just laughed in my face. And she went, she just said, what, what, what are you going to call it? Crackcon. I went, yes. <laughs> and, that, and, and that was it. I, uh, that, that was it. So, so that was, that was, uh, that was Hayley who, who, uh, who came, who came, who came up with that. And then I think she couldn't actually believe that we went through with it. I can't, but also I think Boards and Swords is probably the only place that let us call it that. Yes. Um, and, and get away with it. Um, and then we just started organizing it. Didn't we? we, we didn't know about tickets. We, we limited the number of, um, uh, sales for the first, the first one. Um, and, um, because we didn't know how many people would come, we thought, oh, but it, it sold out. It sold out in like a, a week. Well, you, you guys yeah. had, had never done a show before. You'd, no. you'd not even met no. each other before. Is that right? No, <laughs> no, none of you. None of us had met Steve. I'd met Ken. I hadn't met Dom or Steve. Um, so we didn't even know if we'd actually like each other in in person. We could have all just hated each other. Um, and um, we all of a sudden had all these people. I mean, there were very people were, were, were hugely generous companies, and that they, they sent us, they sent, they sent us loads, yeah, loads of stuff. So the people who came to CrackCon One, they walked away with God knows how many sprues and freebies and all sorts, and and that's how the raffle came about. For, really, it was just because we had so much stuff sent to us. Um, you know, you ask ask Steve where the uh, the elephants came from for his for his big snail. <laughs> he didn't buy those. <laughs> um, and um uh, you know so um yeah it, it it was it was just a bit it was it was just a bit mad it, i think for, for just... me it, it sunk in when i was getting onto the train um to derby i thought the bloody hell am i doing <laughs> i'm just about to meet, meet a bunch of people that i've never met before um 
to, to roll some dice, never have a, a, a good time in Derby. Yeah, so, yeah, the first time I met Ken was outside the train station in Derby, and literally five minutes later, we were stood in a model railway shop. Oh, dear. <laughs> they dragged you into his fiddle yard. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I, had to call a, I, I had to call a constable five minutes later. I was a bit, I was a bit perturbed <laughs> by that. Um, no, it, 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 it spied this model railway shop on, on the way in. So he, he met yeah. me, um, and then literally five minutes later, we were stood in a, a model railway shop, and I was like, "Welcome to Crackcon. This is great." Yeah. Well, the thing is, if if say and hope this, hopefully, if one of my daughters, when they're in the old years, said, I, "I've met a bunch of people on the internet, and we're going to meet up in a travel lodge in Derby," <laughs> be like, "Like hell, you are. You know what are you doing? You know you don't do that. What what's going to happen in it?" But we all willingly were like, "Yeah, it's going to be fine." You know, well, these, um, these are these are stories that um, uh, we've had a few times on the podcast, and um, I my introduction to wargaming groups. I was booking a a wargaming book out of the library in Northwich, and um, the librarian said, "Oh, are you into war games? We've got a war games group. Do you want to join?" And just turned up at this random place with all these people I'd never met, um, and it's the it's the the, the you know start of a serial killer story yeah at the end of the yeah. day i know it's it's it's, it's like if, if it was made into a film you know people would be like don't do it you know don't. but the amazing thing about it is and i think we start to feel confident in the community and uh, that, that we've got we've, we've got like a little community within the community it, it, yeah. it's, it's great mm-hmm. the, the people on the pcp are and if you're in the group and obviously we, we, we kind of mainly focus on historicals but it's it's an open door post whatever you want good painting is good painting and good game is a good game you know post what you want you know we, we don't care as long as you're able to have a bit of a you know have a, you know your tongue firmly set in your cheek um you know go, go for it and um i don't know that just seemed to you draw you draw the line at an armored knight on top of a snail wouldn't you you wouldn't. You wouldn't go that far. Do, do you know? Do you know what he sent us the picture of that in the group, and I, I, I was just stunned. I even showed. I, I showed Haley, and Haley was, was stunned as well. She was like, well, "What's he done?" I was like, I, "I don't know." It's 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 so awesome, but so I don't I don't yeah. know if he's all right. Yeah, I think it was like when I was doing that elephant, and. It was a, I remember it was a Saturday afternoon. And I was like, what, what can I do to this? What can I do to it? I was, what can I do to this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what that, now that's what a serial killer would say. <laughs> I don't want to like an elephant. And I was trying all, all sorts of bits and pieces. And then I just thought, oh, sod it. I, just, just get on with it, as, as Ken would say. So I just got on with it and I was plowing away for ages. And when I finished, I was like, that looks really weird. Um, because well, it's an elephant with a odd tail, and it's covered in boils and tufts, and there's a bloke on its back with a, a musket sniper rifle. Um, yeah, but... I have to, I have to say, that in in my what are we on now, forty three years in this hobby, um, there is very little that can shock me or surprise me. Um, but the the armored snail, <laughs> I have to say that. There was a, there was a, it was like a left, left hand, right hand brain thing where half of my brain was going, wow, that's absolutely fantastic. And the other half was going, I really don't know what's going on here. Really. I yeah. I'm scared. I'm alone. 
I, yeah, I wake, the, yeah no, the that's, that's usually what happens when he posts anything it, in our little message. It's like some alien had, had come down from the sky and showed me something from the fifth dimension that my tiny brain just could not comprehend. When it I was, ordered uh, that, it was a Monday morning. I was on, on a break um, and I just thought, right, I need a snail. So I went, I went <laughs> to Amazon <laughs> and I bought it. I was like, that looks kind of... I, I didn't really have an idea of the size and the dimensions of it, but um, I bought it and I went my next house and I said to my girlfriend, I just bought a garden snail. And she's like, but you've not got a garden. I said, I'm not using it for gardening. Um and then when it showed up, it was a classic Amazon delivery. The box must have been about six foot long. Then in that box, there was a three foot box. And in the three foot box, there was like an eight inch box. And in the box was the, was the snail. It was it was like a, a, it was bizarre. But I, I actually, as soon as I finished work, I was like, right, I'm getting this done. I got the cork, I got the base. And it only took about half an hour to, to, to put together. And then I painted it the, the following day. I took about an hour to paint. And then about another hour to slop all the Vallejo mud all over it. Oh, but de- is definitely. It, is, it going, is it going to be part of a unit? Are, are we, are we, it are it is. A, a 12 snail unit or, or something like that no it is it's genuine it's, it's genuinely a gaming piece yeah um yeah. in turn at 28 there's a cult called the knights of shellwood and they're all on giant snails brilliant um but you, you suffer you you, you you don't move very far on them yeah you yeah, don't get well. a charge you don't really get a charge you don't know you, do, you, you don't get movement all you get i think it's your additional i've not actually ran them because i did I, I didn't bring the snail to the second crack con. Uh, I, I was worried for its its general health and safety on the journey there. That was um, my biggest disappointment. I wanted to see it. And I think yeah, I'm, I think I'll, I'll bring it. I, I honestly think there might be a bit more people interested in turning up 28 at crack con three. No matter what Dom says to poo poo it. Um, but he, he was him and him and Don were saying, I mean, Don wanted to put screens up around my table to protect people. From oh, um, yeah, yeah, from 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 the, the the weird influence of weird shit. <laughs> so, how many people were at that first crack con? Then, what was the uh, thirty-five, including us? Thirty-five, including yeah. us. Oh, 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 well, that, that's how many there were, and I think I think there were a couple of dropouts. Um, I, I, actually, no, I know there were, and unfortunately, someone I think tested positive, and uh, someone else just 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 couldn't make it because of life, um, and. Um, and it, it, it was it was just utterly bizarre. I mean, we all we all sat down in the bar in the travel lodge drinking on the Friday night, um, and then we disappeared to go make up all the party bags as they are. Like you know, the, that was that took a lot longer the first time because there was so much stuff. Um, and um, and then we were air bright and early, panicking on the Saturday, <laughs> like oh, like what's it going to do? And then that that took like a. That took Haley basically telling the four of us to just not worry about the like, just walk away and go to the gaming tables and let her handle the the administration. Um, and um, she can't see, but she's just stuck her face against the window here to try and freak me out because she can hear me talking about her. Um, but um, she, um, hey, I know Dom said this as well, but and she's my wife, but Haley did do an awful lot with spreadsheets, she likes yes. a spreadsheet, um, and um. And she, and she, we just said, oh, you know, the, the raffle is yours. Have at it, you know, run it however you want. Um, and um, yeah, there were there were thirty five or, or thereabouts. 
And then I think about 25 of us went out in the evening <laughs> afterwards and and painted Derby. Oh, I would say we painted it red. Maybe a Mauve. maybe a light maybe a light burgundy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And um, you know, it, it, it was bizarre. You know, these people who'd never met, they'd only chatted in a in a live stream. Had a whole, you know, we did eight hours of gaming and then probably about ten hours of drinking. Um, and it, it was fantastic. It was it was fantastic. People have become firm friends, and now there are people who met on that day, uh, and they're now doing battle reports and things together. So who I so Robin, who I play um in my current Wars of the Roses games in our little campaign, um, I met him at CrackCon and I found out he only lives in Ipswich, which isn't that very isn't very far away from me. And then Miller, who um who I had been chatting to on, yeah, I didn't know where he lived though. It turned out he only lived in, in Essex, which isn't a million miles. So the three of us are sort of trying to sort out games. And then um you're not that far away from Jim, are you, Steve? You're you're no, but, uh, Jim, Steve, the Jameses. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, like I mentioned earlier, we're, we, we've set up our own Reet Northern group um, <laughs> for some some Reet Northern gaming with flat caps hey. and whippets. Oh, awesome, awesome! Um, so it obviously went well because CrackCon One um, became CrackCon Two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, they yeah. Yeah, that 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 was bizarre. So that that would that 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 happened sort of, quickly. That happened. That happened really, very quickly. Very that, quickly. That happened because um, we we were just the other side of Christmas, weren't we? Yeah. Um, and um, and we were like, oh, should we should we do it again? Should we wait till October or should we do it early? No, we'll do it early because Salute isn't on this year. So we'll we'll go and do it then, and you know people wanted it, but we'll only we'll just do this one, and you know we'll do it in May because that's a better time um, to do it. So yeah, we put the tickets out, and then it sold out in in a day. Oh, and then well, actually no, sorry, it was sold all but one ticket in yeah. a day, and then one ticket lingered on for ages, um, and then we put the numbers up, and we did we did fifty people. Um, and you know, the thing is, the ticket the ticket includes like you know, your, your lunch and unlimited caffeine all day. Um, and you know, you're also in a you know, you're a very, very nice shop with a, oh, with yes. a lot of shiny things in there. Um, and um, and then again, there was this sort of you know, oh, you're organizing like a night out, and you're kind of like, well, the actual crack con is the crack con is, is that is, te- is that technically the gaming day, <laughs> the, the night out is now just become synonymous with. The gaming day, you know, people are coming for that. Like, like we're some kind of like eighteen thirty reps for Derby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you have your own little group of people that you have to uh, chaperone around the pubs. Um, I, it, it, well, we only chaperoned one person around the pubs this time, and it, that was our that was our uh, colleague Ken, uh, who uh, who um, I'm sure he won't mind me saying on here he uh, rather overindulged himself on the Baileys, shall we say. Uh, and regretted it, regretted it severely. The next, day. I've never seen anyone sweat cloudy beads of sweat. <laughs> he, he, I have to say, he did look very peakish on the Sunday morning. Um, yeah, when, when we I all departed, when I when I came down, I I just looked at him. I thought, bloody hell, that that that, it, that he had a he had a, a night out just written all over his face. I, he just I he, was... lo- he looked battered. I Absolutely, every, I was savoring every minute of it because on the crack on crack on one, it was me and Dom that got proper 
proper battered. Um, now I'm, I'm 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 very fortunate because I don't I don't I'm one of those annoying people that doesn't really suffer from hangovers. But yeah. I did I did make an ass of myself uh, in, in evening because I was just having so much fun. Um, and that was a great thing. Is also everyone was just fun. Everyone yeah. was so drunk. And, and with total strangers, you know, that they were trusting to look after each other. And despite um, what I... people say, I wasn't dancing to take that. I just want that on the record, like a permanent record that you may have seen me doing something, but I wasn't dancing and it wasn't take that that was playing. See, I think Haley will say otherwise, but lies, uh, all lies. But I mean, I may have gone and like woke up Ken at 3 a.m. and then charged into his room. Uh, make it, make it, just just making noises at him. I, they, they probably meant more to him than it did to me. I had to be told about it the next day. Uh, so, um, but yeah, <laughs> oh, crack, yeah, yeah. Then it, then it turned into crack, yeah, crack on two, um, crack harder. That's what we, we tried to think of names, and then we were like, oh, we're not going to sell these. But it's just the same thing because we we don't believe that people are actually. I don't know why we, we feel this way. We're like, oh god, we're never going to sell fifty, and they just went. I was going to say, was that a big surprise? Because it it it, it just flew, they just flew out of the window, didn't they? It, it was a big surprise and slightly daunting at, yeah. at the same time. You know, we we you know um, we because we wanted to do a, a couple of things. We wanted to sort of put on some bigger like big bigger games, um, and um, and then we were like, oh god, we've got to do it. Fifty people have bought tickets. <laughs> we've got to do it, lads. You know, we, we've got to we've got to get this sorted out. And um, this time, we couldn't. We, we didn't really feel that we could ask because so, like, these companies only six months before had just given us loads of stuff, and we'd given it all away because we never thought we'd do another one. So we gave it all away. <laughs> the sensible thing would be to keep some of it back. No, we got rid of all of it. Um, and so there was there was a few people um, who were very very generous. So offensive miniatures and uh, bloody miniatures. Um, they mm. they sent us some um, uh, some sets, and there were the Perrys. The Perrys did, and they sent us some bits. Um, but then. People just bought stuff along, um, like like you um, and uh, and um, uh, people attending. They they just bought things along for this for this charity raffle. And in the, um, we decided that any excess proceeds from the sale of tickets um, and the uh, the t shirt sales, um, which we which we we were doing, um, and the dice that we were selling, and would go to charity. And we picked the charity Mind in in the, for the first first mm. one. Um, because we talked about, I think in one of our, we must have had a serious moment in one of our episodes, and we were talking about things like mental health and wargaming and the lockdown, and and minds came up, and um, there were a few people in the chat and and who and who else we we know who um, who had had suffered and and mind had been a big help, and we wanted to support that if we could, and it seemed like a good thing to raise money for, so we did the charity in the the um the sorry the charity, the raffle um in the first one and put the excess money and then we we raised i think it was 300 pounds mm-hmm. um and then we said oh we'll, we'll do the raffle again bring along anything you any wargaming stuff you don't want but the, but the rules are it's got to be you know serviceable you can't just bring along, bring along <laughs> giraffe clip sprues you know and then we got we and then we got there and and i totaled it up and I, there must have been about a thousand pounds worth of stuff there yeah in that and then Ian, that and Ian from Bash gave us the new hero quest, all these flames of war starter armies, the um, the, 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 the the epic stuff. It, it was huge, and um, and this year we raised five hundred pounds. Uh, sorry, this year the last one we did five hundred pounds for mind, which is fantastic, and that was all off the back of the raffle and the um, 
the sort of the excess ticket sales and the dice and stuff. I just couldn't believe it. And so, yeah, that, that was really nice. There's something positive. Like, it's all positive, but it was, yeah. it was nice to sort of like give something back as well. But yeah, the, when it came to the second one, we were a bit like, oh, well, there's no way we're going to be able to do everything that we did in the first one because, you know, and then it just turned out, well, we don't have to. We'll just do things a bit differently this time and it'll be a different experience. So, and that's, and I think that's what we got. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I, I was I was lucky enough to come along, and and I had a really good time. Um, great bunch of guys playing on my table, um, and really friendly atmosphere there as well. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a really good day out. Well, we 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 popped you right at the front. You were the you were the um the <laughs> game that everybody saw when people came in. That was that was that was fantastic. That worked to our benefit as well because people walked in and they got to see like hundred man pipe blocks. And, yeah. uh, and uh, the cavalry there, and then as they went further back, it became weirder and weirder and weirder until you got to stay in the back corner. With the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some 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 guy in a, in a big trench coat in the back going, "Come and have a look at this. Come and have a look at this." Do you want to come and see some turnips? Uh, I wonder what you were going to say then. <laughs> but it's not ending there, is it? It's not ending there, ladies and gentlemen, because you have just announced. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing it again. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it again. <laughs> so, so, but well, um, I, I mean, I, I'm going to do a Ken here, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take the blame for this one because um, we we did it. We're like, no, we're not going to do it again. We're not going to do it again. Uh, oh, it's a load of hard work, and you know, I'm, it's a bit stressful, and blah blah blah. And and then there was only a few days afterwards, and I was sitting there, I was like, I had a really good time though. I had a lot of fun. And now Sarah was like, well, we've got all of this templates. We know what we're doing. And then the only reason that we were sort of a bit like, oh, we do it is because you don't want to keep approaching manufacturers, manufacturers for, for, for support and, and things. But we then I sat there, I was like, well, hang on a minute, because the, the goodie bags that everyone gets, we, we put those together. They don't come off the back of any anything else. We, 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 we saw all of that out. Mm. So do we have to have a raffle? If you don't get enough stuff for a raffle, then just don't have a raffle. And I was sitting there thinking about yeah. it, and then so I, I think I rang Dom first because he seemed like the most pliable. Um, <laughs> so I, I said to Dom, I was like, "I think I think we could do it." You know, would you be up for it? And Dom at the time, I think, was a bit sort of like, "Oh God, uh, why?" Um, and, <laughs> um, and then he sort of slowly thought about it, and and then we had a word with Steve, and then and then and then Ken and. We just thought, we, we said on one of the streams, didn't we, a few weeks back, we just said, well, what we'll do, look, because we had people banging on about another one. And we were like, look, okay, the only way we'll do it is if at least 25 people want to come, because then plus us five, that's 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then it's worth doing. Um, Ian, who runs the shop, he wants us back there every month. So, um, <laughs> you, you know, he, there's no way he's not going to have us back. And um, so I, I got in touch with him and he was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And they got these dates. So we put a vote up on the Facebook page and um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was overwhelmingly. Yes, please do yes. another one. Uh, I think there was 75, 80 people who were like, yep, do it. It was definitely. The thing is, though, between us, we couldn't think of a reason not to do it. Yeah, there was there was there was, there was no reason why we couldn't do it again. Because the, the previous two have been some of the best gaming experiences that I've had uh, over the years, just, just immense, immense fun. Um, and like Martin said, when we did the, we did a crack on two, we were like, okay, let's, let's, let's leave it for a year. See what happens. We don't want to 
and then within within three or four weeks, we're already planning crack on three. <laughs> I know, I know. But we've just got to come up with a name. Um, uh, there, there's a couple that have been. I don't even think I can say them on this podcast. But Do you know, I was going to say the best reaction to the name Crackcon was just after we had Crackcon one. We had Mel the Terrain Shooter uh, mm. as a guest on the, on our podcast, and we were just talking about. It. And I, I had to happen to mention Crackcon, and he was like, "Hold on a minute, mate." You called your convention CrackCon, and we were like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah." <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's obviously some um, uh, potential uh, <laughs> double meanings for that. Uh, a long, long time ago, in the in the early '80s, there's a famous story of a of a, a war games group from the Channel Islands who brought a, a massive castle. Um, for a display game. I think it was at Salute or Colours. And it was all built up on sculpted terrain and everything. And they got dragged in at customs at the port. And the guys at customs were drilling into the um, board. And, of course, all this white powder was coming out of it. So apparently they just made it to the show um, with minutes to spare to set up um, with a couple of holes in because they'd managed to persuade the the, the customs and excise that it wasn't cocaine and it was, in fact, (laughs) uh, just powdered polyfiller. Oh, (laughs) Oh, dear. So at at least you've not had that. At least you've not had that. So CrackCon 3 then, it's... um, is it going to be very similar to two, or is uh, it more tickets, same venue? Is, what we're looking at. We go, well, we're going bigger. There are more. Yes, there are more. Um, <clears throat> so uh, they're going to be going on sale on the first of July. The date is going to be the fifteenth of October, twenty twenty-two, mm-hmm. Saturday the fifteenth. Um, I believe the travel lodge has still got stuff in it. Although when we announced it, there were people booking the travel lodge before we'd even like put <laughs> tickets out. So. Um, <laughs> So that was a bit crazy. That poor travel lodge. That poor those poor people who work in that travel lodge must hate us. Um, to be fair, we put more money through that travel lodge in probably one night than uh, <laughs> than they get the rest of the year. Um, but we will ring ahead and ask them for some better tea. Yeah, you can say that, Martin. But them bastards nearly froze me to death. The truth. <laughs> so, yeah, because when, when I first when I first met you in the in the uh, the bar, you were like you 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 just started to defrost. Oh yeah, just for those who who don't know the story in the podcast, I got I got there, got up, up into the room, um, lovely room. The aircon was on, nice and cool. And I thought, oh, that's lovely. That is, I'm quite enjoying that. And then I tried for the next two hours to turn the aircon from minus three or whatever it was on, <laughs> and it just wouldn't move. Um, and I was getting to the point where I was, you know, that you're so cold, you're involuntarily shaking. Um, and then, then they, they moved me to another room and it did exactly the same thing. <laughs> so I was, I was getting to the point where I thought I was going to get thrown out. Um, uh, and then they moved me back to the original room and, um, turn the aircon off so um and then, and then i was downstairs thawing out because it was just so cold in that room uh and that's when steve came downstairs and, uh, i was so on the hunt the, for coffee yeah who's the, who's this guy who looks slightly blue in the, in the bar? <laughs> oh dear so are you looking for games? Do I need do I need to bring some yeah, again? yeah. Oh, no yes. we do so we it, it looks like we're so we're 
I'm not, I won't, I'm not going to, just because I might get called on numbers, because we're just, still just um, finalising a couple of things. There will be more. So we did 50 last time, so there will be more. Um, but, um, yeah, we're looking for big participation games again. Um, I know we've got um, a big English Civil War this time uh, that we're going on. Um, uh, Don is also uh, wants. Uh, I think he's going to help me do big, big water roses again because everyone's just been painting up so much stuff for it. It'd be you know we might as well just put a put a thing on there. Um, there, there seems to be some grudge match now between the chaps who played a big black powder game at Crack on One, and we kind of I, I think half of them didn't know how to play, and we kind of taught them. And then at Crack on Two, they they kind of had a grudge match. Um, and then at Crack on Three, it's like they're going for it again. So I think it's just I think they're going to just have a game every time we put on a gaming day and just to. Yeah, these again. are the guys who are like escalating the size of their armies, aren't they? It's yeah. like yeah. an arms yeah. race between them. Yeah, which is it's, brilliant it, to see. It, it's fantastic. Um, and then um, basically, anyone who just wants to run a game, and, and um, I, don't, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. So my, my my friend Luke is actually coming along. He'll be he'll be uh, running burrows and badges because there's so many people who are who are into oh, that who have painted up the badges. And even even young Dominic has uh, has done that. Um, you do, and, you do realise yeah. that I have a reputation to keep. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to lose already, that reputation anyway, mate, it's going to be in Derby with us. I've already been seen in a room with Turnip Twenty Eight. Um, I'm involved in um, a international grudge match war game with the Little Wars TV lot um, in Six Mill. So I'm going to be seen at a Six Mill table. Um, <sighs> My uh, my my reputation is, uh, oh, is going to be going to be shot, Ken. It's going to be shot. shot. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do. I'm going to have to put a three or four thousand figure game on for you guys and um, get it back. Get, by all means, bring it back out of the gutter. Bring it back out of the gutter. I think I've been challenged to a game. I think I've been challenged to a game of an actual game of bolt action at Crackcon three. So have you? Oh, yeah. brilliant! Uh, Phil, he said um, he wants uh, to see my um, either my eleventh armored division or my US tank destroyer platoon. See, I'm 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 really torn about what to do. Part of me wants to run a big game, but then I've run two big games now. I quite like to run maybe a smaller game and actually wander around because that's the only thing. I, I you know like Dom did the wandering around this time. Ken did it the first time. Yeah, um, mm. and I, I just quite fancy having a wander. Well, the past yeah. two, the past two, I've ran smaller skirmish sort of odd games. So I did firefight the first one, and then turn up twenty eight the second one. So I think this time I might I might just have a a morning or afternoon just playing a a, a three hour game of bolt action with film um, with some nice figures and some nice scenery and not a not a snail in sight. Because it's got kind of a, I, I think it's more a, like an American show feel because people are going there for the games rather than, you know, the likes of Salute and Colours where you're going for shopping and to look yeah. at games. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, we because we're doing it in the shop, well, first of all, you know, it wouldn't be fair to Ian if we let other <laughs> other traders come, come in. Although, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, I think, you know, he already said... Uh, because you know, we had the guys demo, he he organised us um, having uh, uh, Warwick um, in demoing or playing soldiers in Napoleon for people to see, um, and Simon Miller has um, has offered to come and uh, demo uh, to the strongest. The only reason he didn't come this time is because he hadn't finished his Renaissance rules, so he, he didn't dare show his face. I don't think. he's already been he's he's been quizzed on those rules on this show as well. Yeah. So, have you got a ban on him coming back on your show until he's finished? Uh, well, rules, because I'm, uh, we're trying to push yeah. him on. 
Yeah, I mean that was it. You know, he, he he's like, I'll come back any time and I'll have it. I'll have it finished. And I was like, well, when shall I? When shall I get in touch with you? He said, oh, how about you know maybe late twenty twenty two. So I was like twenty twenty three. Then I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's trying to be trying to be a bit cheeky. Um, but um, yeah, I think um, pretty much just the more the more the better now, isn't it? Yeah. Really, games wise, and that's the thing. Like we we they're all open source, so people just turn up and you're like, yeah. People say, oh, what are you playing? You're like, well, why don't you just take command of a unit and we'll show you. You know, we give people the opportunity to organize games against people or host games to to demo them. Um, so sometimes there are just tables that are sitting open. Like I bought my Dead Man's Hand stuff and just set it up on the table because, you know, cowboys. Mm. Uh, and um, and I think it was actually one of the, I don't think it was a, a, actually a person from CrackCon. I think it was just one of the, the shop regulars yeah. sort of asked about it because they'd only ever been played 40K. Um, and then Dom nipped over and gave him a demo. Oh, and and then and hopefully that was another that was another one in the net you know that's, <laughs> you know come to the light side um you know and um and and that's what we want so anyone um who can who wants to run a game is welcome anyone who wants to potentially put on a participation game is welcome um and um yeah we just and we will just we put up a list of what people are running and then we'll, we'll sort of try and promote it a little bit and um and just see what happens Awesome. Well, um, stick me in my usual spot by the door, and I'll come up with something. Yeah, I know. It's also first out, so no clear on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brilliant. So, um, any future plans then, guys, for, for PCP or CrackCon or your channels? What, what What's the future looking like? Should we, should we tell them about the the, the well? We sort of we might have been kind of strong armed into potentially trying to put a game on at Salute or something. <laughs> ah, um, yes, I heard that this week. So, so that came about as a bit of a mad thing. So, yeah, we might try and do that. It's just we'll have to decide what. Um, I think it'd probably have to be turnip. Otherwise, like I think that's what people probably would expect. <laughs> um, P- the PCP, we. we we, I think we're just carrying on doing the same thing. We we formalised it a little bit more, haven't we? We yeah. put up a we put up a monthly menu of what to expect, um, you know, on the show, and um, we've got we, we we had a bit of a a period where things were a bit erratic because um due to illness and Ken moving house and um and it and just everyone's lives being so so busy there, there were just a, a few weeks where it was a little, a little bit bumpy in terms of um, the number of people we had on. Um, but that we've sort of that's that was a couple of months ago now, and it, again the, the, the viewing figures are just constantly going up. Um, you know the playback is, is is mad. You know we get about well, especially for sort of our kind of thing. I think we we get about between a thousand and fifteen hundred playbacks before the you know seven days yeah, before yeah. the next one. Um, and we we have these mad pe- mad people in the comments. Who are like I've just gone and binged all of every single one. And you're like, wow. Oh, I saw that guy uh, yeah, was it last week or the week yeah. before. Yeah. He'd, he'd done all of them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's like, I, yeah. Well, maybe maybe something for the future would be um, a like a rehab home, PCP <laughs> ah. rehab. I, I wanted to do a clip show, but then I realized that would involve watching old episodes and there's a lot of them. Yeah. So, there are. Yeah, and, gonna... and because you're live, you don't have anything to edit, don't you? So you don't have a, you couldn't do a, an outtake <laughs> reel. 
No, 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 no. Dom occasionally gets some funny ones of um, of Ken. He he'll get some funny ones. I was I was going to say if 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 I could request anything from you guys, it would be a um, best bits of Ken special. I I know what my favourite one is. I, I think um, I know what my my my. For me, it would be when he announced live on air that he's an ordained minister. Oh, yeah, that was that. brilliant. That was brilliant. Oh, that was, was yeah, he, he absolutely was, stunned us. There was just silence, and we we were all like, "You what? What?" <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Just like it was the most normal thing in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a priest. What? You know, wh- wh- <laughs> where did you buy this on the internet? And for for me, it would be the one just before Christmas where we designed. Um, characters for each other to be 3D printed and then we would paint them for each other because we do a little Christmas challenge for each other yeah. uh, and uh, and Carla um, uh, uh, from um, uh, uh, Battle Night and um, Jason they, they, they kindly offered to print them off for us so we could paint them up and I, I, I showed um, I showed Ken and obviously there's all these you know, basically I, I produced this kind of mad hobbit with massive with ginger hair uh, wielding uh, staff in kind of like a you know parting the Red Sea kind of pose but made sure he had a bottle of WKD on his hip which is what Ken drinks um, and and then because the joke about the fiddle yard had just come out and I can't I think I think it was Steve it might have been Dom I can't remember one of them just called just said it's fiddly Ken oh yeah and that was it I was done that was, I was done. Fid, fid, that was fid, when I, I mocked again. up that Mister Man book. Fiddly, yeah, he did. A, yeah, the Mister Man, fiddly, fiddly, fiddly Ken. Ken. He just did that. Fiddly, fiddly Ken. Uh, and it, of course, is the 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 world famous French Napoleonics are just like oh my space marines. Oh. God, well that was him trying to be clever because he went on uh, miniature uh, uh, live stream in miniature realms. Um, not thinking. I don't know if you think for any of us were going to watch it. Um, and Stu at the time, he come from you know he's really loved his Napoleonic historical speech. He comes from a background in Lord mm. of the Rings and fantasy. He's a commission painter. And Ken was trying interviewing him. Was trying to head was blatantly trying to think of something you know to say at that point. And he went, oh, I often think that you know the uh, the French are like the ultramarines of, of the <laughs> Napoleonic world. And and out of everybody, and out of everyone. Dom saw it and then clipped it and then showed like and I, he showed it to a couple of guests as well where we had them on. And, oh my god, it was yeah. We've still got that clip actually saved. On we our, have on our, oh, on our little yeah. upload thing. So that's not so it's not getting there. deleted. It's just too. It's just too good. That clip. It's just too good. Yeah, it needs to. It needs to come back. That clip. It is. It is one of one of, one of my favourites. And uh, Ken is definitely part of the entertainment. I, I have to say. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. We do, we do occasionally get people going. You should leave him alone. It's like we we don't do. It. He does it to himself. We don't do it. <laughs> oh, well, that's brilliant, guys. It's uh, it's been absolutely fantastic chatting you with you both for quite well probably over three hours now <laughs> it's been um, awesome. over, uh, over a couple of weeks um, and uh, before we finish off I always say uh, ask people if they've got a question for me because um, I've been questioning you for hours and hours and hours um, I might get away with it you never know but uh, Martin have you got one? Yeah I've got one I've got one if you could throw any historic wargaming historical period in the bin all the figures in the world suddenly disappear and you know they're gone all those rule sets are gone and it, it can't be played on you know pain of being you know you know thrown in a thrown in a pit full of you know turnip snails um 
what historical wargaming period would it be? It has wow. to be historical, though. It has to be historical, not not fantasy. It has to be historical. Oh, that that's a, that's a difficult one. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of anything that Yorkshire's lost. <laughs> um, um, I don't think. I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Because it was it was a marriage that ended the War of the Roses, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's not that's not a defense. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Steve, have you got a question, and then I'll come back to <laughs> think about it. Um, it's not really a question. Give me five good reasons why you why you wouldn't play Turnip Twenty Eight. <laughs> They're just going to be his five rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, um, certainly, certainly, the no weird shit rule would be okay. breached. Yeah. So that's rule rule three out of the way. Um, as I said before, um, I, I have a reputation to keep. <laughs> most definitely. Um... <coughs> He's struggling. Can it can it be played? Can you can you do it as a big game? Yeah. Had, could you go full on country show a giant turnip winner? You know these guys who do turnips the size of houses. I mean, you could do. I mean, it's meant to be played on a a, a small scale, but four units on a three by three board. But if you wanted to up the turnip scale, like uh, like Baldrick, <laughs> up, 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 yeah, my turnip. <laughs> turnip of my very own. Yeah. It's a skirmish game, so they're. Three, okay, okay, okay. Three, tenuous, uh, tenuous, tenuous. But yeah, because I'm kind of, I'm kind of struggling. It's very <laughs> rare I get stumped with a question. I have to say, I'd give it a go. I would, I would play a game. There we go. Right. I would play a game. Okay. I don't think I could ever collect it. Would you be playing the game with a bag on your head in case someone recognised you? Yeah, well, I think I think my reputation's already destroyed. <laughs> I just need somebody to get a photograph of me drinking coffee um, whilst painting something in contrast paints using a wet palette, and um, none of which will happen, by the way. Uh, and then, as then I'm done, really, aren't we? Um, so I'm going to have to say, Martin, back to you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in this. This is going to be. This is going to be. This is going to be Ken controversy moment. This. This is so. Di- this is so difficult. This is so difficult because <laughs> wargaming wise, I've got really early ancient armies, uh, Alexander the Great and Punic Wars Romans, and then I've got nothing till the Crusades. So I could get rid of all that Dark Age stuff that I don't really know anything about. Um, but then I think what it would ha- have to be, it would have to be because I am, um, as, as a as a crown servant and a royal, a loyal subject to Her Majesty, I'm going to say controversially English Civil War, and that's because the royalists lost. Ooh. So we we Ooh. could wipe that wipe that part of history out Ooh, of the way. That is that, that is well, you're not just going a little bit there. That's that's full on. Do you know what we should that do? For Ken, let us know when this is coming out because we'll let Miller know. You sit yeah. through it. For, I'll say I'll t- I won't tell him how long it's going to be. Yeah, you know, yeah, sit is through it, this. It's just a bit for you, it, just at the end, mate. Is he a parliamentarian? He is an out and out parliamentarian, um, yeah. and I, I'm but, I'm a royalist because I what I like doing is pointing out to him how uh, they won, and then ten years later the country went no. We, we, we would rather just, yeah. have him. But we'd have him. What can we have? Can we have back a, a king, please? 
I think Miller and Miller, Miller and Joe were quite taken aback when I called called them uh, potato eating Puritans the other week. Yeah. Um, the, these are the people that banned Christmas pudding. Remember that. They did, they, they, they did ban Christmas pudding. This Hello, is very Hayley. They said, they say she just wants to know why people would ban Christmas pudding. <laughs> um, but um, they, the, the great thing is, I don't know if I've, if I've said this. I, I, I told Miller that I live, because I live in Cambridge. I'm fairly close to Ely, which was, which was Crom, where Cromwell lived. And uh, Cromwell, Cromwell's house was there. And um, uh, I took, I, uh, I went there and I took along my, uh, my little King Charles figure and I popped him on the sign and took a picture outside Cromwell's house. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's my, my my Cromwell fact. So I live in Warrington, and we've got a statue of Oliver Cromwell in town right. outside uh, the Guardian office. And also, we've got um, an Indian restaurant here called The Cottage. And outside of that is a plaque, because during the Civil War, um, Cromwell stayed there. It wasn't an Indian restaurant back then. I was about to say, what do you have? No, straight I was going to say, it wasn't. That used to be um, a pub, didn't it? Because I've had a few beers in that pub. Yeah. Um, Many years yeah, ago. So, so he's been around here, the potato-eating Puritan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we're obviously all royalists. So that's that's the reason I would get rid of it, because at the end, the royalists lost. But then, like you say, Martin, 10 years later, the back. And <laughs> yeah. We've, we've won again. Exactly. It's like, it's like it, the Bee Gees, you win again. <laughs> Anyway, on that note, <laughs> gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, if you'd just like to say good night to everyone, thank you for having me. Good night. <laughs> yeah, no, cheers, Ken. Uh, thanks for having us on. It's been it's been a blast. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been awesome. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks very much, everyone. Good night. So there we have it. Uh, two whole episodes of Martin and Steve. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Uh, we had a right laugh and we covered all sorts of topics. Uh, a typical um, Yorkshire Gamers uh, podcast at the end of the day. Um, so we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time and a couple of three weeks' time and I hope to bring you a Bruise in the Binyard summer special uh, with... Uh, old friends of the show Alex a Storm of Steel Southern and Sean God's Own Scale Clark and uh, I look forward to I'm seeing them in a couple of weeks time uh, for the Little Wars TV game and uh, we'll hopefully organise something then so uh, look after yourselves and uh, hopefully I shall uh, see you in a couple of weeks time until then sit eight.